This is episode 18 with John Denholm, founder of SA Brothers. G'day everyone and welcome to The Blokecast. I am your host, Brendan Hardman, and each week we bring you an inspirational guest or message to help you blokes out there live a holistically healthy lifestyle. Thank you for tuning in wherever you are around the world and let's get stuck in. Today's quote is really simple. Find your tribe, love them hard. In this episode, I had the pleasure of sitting down with an absolute legend of a bloke, John Denholm, the founder of an 18,000 strong men's group called S.A. Brothers. You can find them on Facebook at SA Brothers, Instagram, LinkedIn, or www.sabrothers.com.au. Having a tribe of people or a group of like-minded people to support you on your journey is incredibly powerful. And these blokes are doing an incredible job and doing incredible things with their group, SA Brothers. This episode is more of a conversation between me and John rather than an interview, and I enjoyed it so much. We're still having a few teething issues with our new kit, but I'm so excited to have the ability to be mobile now if I choose to. And this episode was our first real mobile episode with our own kit down at John's place. Okay, before we get stuck into this episode, it's back. Legend of the week. The most coveted prize for all you legends out there listening in every week. This week's legend is Nelly M75, who on iTunes gave us a five-star rating and left an awesome review for us uh, in relation to our episode with Dr. John Lane. Nelly M75 says, I loved this episode, loved that he doesn't care what is popular at the moment. The first 10 minutes of this episode had me sold. Thank you, Nelly M75. You are a bloody legend. And thank you to everyone out there, as always, who tunes in every week and who supports us uh, in our growth and in our drive to become one of the biggest podcasts in Australia eventually. So if you want to help us and if you want to be Legend of the Week, all you need to do is leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook. It's super, super simple. Okay. Enough of the intro rabble. Sit back, relax, and let's get stuck in. All right, everyone, welcome to episode 18 of the Blowcast. I'm super excited today. This is our first episode kind of on the run, and it's actually our first episode that we're actually filming live uh, through the SA Brothers Facebook group. Now, you may not be, unless you're a part of the Facebook group, you won't be able to see that live, but we'll be able to get that footage out to you later, so that's no worries. But we got John from SA Brothers here, mate. It is seriously, it's awesome to have you oh, on the podcast, thanks mate. Thanks for coming down, mate. It's really, good, really appreciate time. it. So... Before we, um, because the guys on SA Brothers, they would already know what 
SA Brothers is. Yeah. Uh, so before we get stuck into that, how about you just give us a quick intro into SA Brothers and yeah, sure. actually what, it's de- what what you guys do, yep. what you stand for, and then we can kind of move yep. into the actual the live um, stream, which is going now on SA Brothers, uh, and we can we can move into that. No worries. So uh, SA Brothers is about providing a, a non-judgmental platform. It's on social media, obviously. Uh, all about reducing the stigma about speaking up when times are tough for, for blokes um, and dealing with other men's mental health issues. Um, yeah, it's just a, a safe space where you can get advice from other like-minded blokes who have been in that position that you're in. You know, there's 18,000 members plus. Guaranteed someone's going to be in the same spot that you yeah, are definitely. or have been or you can you can help someone else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's such a powerful thing to have a community group as well. We had someone, we had a psych on recently um dr john lane and he kind of uh you know he talks about the fact that you have a community of like-minded people that work together and it actually makes it so much easier for you to deal with those issues yeah especially like even if you uh if you don't know know anyone um you know blokes will jump jump in straight away to help you out even if they don't know you yeah so it's really like a a big family yeah that's awesome man all right how are we going over there with our with our little uh our live stream coops we got three people, five people online. There, that sounds bloody brilliant. I mean, it's more than I ever get on any of my live streams. So, <laughs> we're already we're already kicking goals here, mate. All right, let's get stuck in the episode itself. And uh, for those, like as we're saying, uh, for tuning into the podcast, um, we'll put this. We'll, I'll cut this video somehow. I'm not very good at editing, but we'll, we'll I'll get it up there somehow to us. Um, if people are interested in, it, maybe I'll. Well, I'm looking at creating a YouTube channel anyway, so maybe this yeah. is a good inspiration well, yeah, for me to actually bloody get out there and do it. Um, but for those of you on the SA Brothers uh, group, the Facebook group, firstly, welcome to you guys. Thank you so much. Um, the group is an amazing group. Been a part of it for a while now, or for about a month or two now, and um, and it's it's really a, it's a good it's a great group to be a part of. All right, let's get stuck in the actual episode. So, man, I want to start with your story. Yeah. So tell me a bit about you. So yeah, I'm originally from country. And just make sure you're talking. To um, there you go. So east of Peterborough. Yep. Uh, on a sheep station. Did uh, did most of my early childhood here, and then went to New South Wales, uh, studied, and then uh, ended up doing an apprenticeship with Snowy Hydro, who I'm working for now, but back in SA. So I uh, look after three diesel power stations, uh, planning the maintenance and, and project work, that sort of stuff. So yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, country boy at heart. Um, it's been Easter back up there. How was that? Was the what's the weather like there? It's a bit dry. Yeah, you saying before? Yeah, yeah, bloody dry. Yeah, not even a weed on the ground. Just dirt, dirt and rocks. <laughs> it's, it's not horrible. Yeah. Not good at all. No, nah, not at all. Nah, we really need some some rain pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so you yourself, um, how did you how did you first come about being in? Like, what was the inspiration for you? personally not for the group as a whole but for yep. you personally to get on track with SA Brothers to start that what was the actual inspiration there so we had uh, a, a group messenger going of a few bikes in Adelaide none of us knew each other started to grow and grow and grow and someone needed to, to take it that next step further from a messenger group to something else and uh, I sort of you know you I, were kind I of did it yeah so I thought oh, well, and, and I've always uh, I'd always been sort of a follower not a leader and I thought I'm going to go out on a limb here we'll give it a crack yeah um and what was the first group kind of aimed at? Like, what were, what were you guys uh, talking so about? So, the same, same sort of same stuff. Concept. Yeah, reducing that stigma about speaking up when times are tough. Yeah. Um, but we never thought it was going to get this big. You know, we got to 200 people and we thought, geez, that's an accomplishment. Now, it's, like I said, it's 18,000 plus. Yeah, yeah. And so how did, so how did you first, 
start that group? What was the inspiration that got you to actually kick that off and say, you know what, we actually need a group for this. The guys actually need, you know, they need a bit of help here. They need, a, like you say, a non-judgment space where they yeah, can yeah. talk about things. So, yeah, what was that? Yeah, so there's a couple of things in my life that sort of uh, pushed me towards that. One, I had a, a pretty serious car accident. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, I came through it all right, but it was sort of that moment where you think I really should have tried to do something more. Like yeah. I thought I was going to be pretty seriously injured. Yeah. Um, and like I said, luckily I wasn't. Another main reason is not no one more that I know knows this in the group was I had a um, a cousin who was shot at Angerston. Her boyfriend shot her. Yeah, right. Um, 2006. So he had he had mental issues. He yeah. shot her and then and uh, suicided afterwards. Yeah, right. So um, yeah. you know, often people ask, "What? Why? Why? You, what's your what's your drive? You know, why are you so driven to yeah. to do this sort of stuff?" And that that's the main reason there. Yeah. 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 But well, firstly. It's a, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. That's, that's like I said, no one, no one's, yeah. uh, no one's heard it till now. So yeah, and that's a, it's first, it's a credit to you for, a, you know, you, you're about to. This is this is going to eighteen and a half thousand people. So you just had the guts to kind of stand up and say that just then. So yeah. it's firstly, it's credit to you, but secondly, to be able to then act on that and be able to say that, all right, yes, I've had a shit experience. Yeah, with yourself. Yeah, and, the, the and, and with, case, a, yeah. with your cousin as well. Yeah. But then to be able to act on that and to be able to turn that into a positive and saying, well, how can we prevent one more person from doing this? Yeah, that's it. I, that's I don't want anyone else to go through what, like, what exactly. my family went through. Yeah. You know, if they if if he had got the right help, probably would have been different. Yeah. Um, so. And in the end, it's it's really, uh, and that's what I say about really the, about the blowcast as well is that it's not about. Um, it's not about me changing the lives of millions of people. Like, I don't see it in that aspect. I see yeah. it in, the, in a way is that if there's one bloke out there that's listening that just needs to kick up the ass, needs to be able to sit there and say, fuck, someone else, and you can swear on the podcast, for <laughs> you go nuts. Like, we, we, we're all, all good for swearing on, yep. on here, so yeah. Yeah, go, you can swear all you want. I haven't dropped the C-bomb yet, so I'm not sure about <laughs> that one, but um, but fucks and shits and all that, yeah, go nuts. Um, and But it's, it's more about, yeah, just – Understanding that if I can reach one person and it prevents them from either taking their own life or yeah, yeah. or it just helps them to be the conduit to be able to get help, yeah, then it makes all the work worth worth that, it. That was know. the like if you know we I started off and I thought if we can change one person's life, you know, bring one person back from the edge or or change their view, like that's our job, you know, done. Yeah. yeah, it's done. It's uh now it's yeah blown way way bigger than just one person which is, is good so what do you where do you think your goals are going to go now what are you looking for in the future so we've always been uh run as a not-for-profit yep. um, organization uh, up until recently we didn't we didn't really have the funding to to sort of go that next level but uh we got a donation from a, a local bloke um which has helped us so the first thing we did was reserve the name yep um second thing we did was uh jared another admin and i sat down and we wrote out as much of the uh, constitution as we could um and then submitted it to a lawyer who's going to edit it and then submit it with the uh with the funding for the not-for-profit uh, for the incorporated association yeah so after that then we can like raise money and uh, accept donations that sort of stuff um and then we'll go for the not-for-profit yeah status after that which is another step again yeah so definitely. They, they don't make it easy yeah and so um the i did see the live stream of um of when you got that donation yeah yep. is, is he 
the the gentleman who gave that is he not wanting to be named or you're more than no, welcome no his name's david nicholas yeah, yeah, yeah. i say you're yeah. more than welcome to name yeah, no, yeah he's got a youtube channel is that right uh yeah he streams yeah. on facebook yeah, as well, streams yeah. On facebook, yeah. yeah but he's a yeah he's a local bloke um i think he's 20 27 probably the same age as me yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah he um he's got a, a, f- a fund set up for to help out um you know struggling struggling people or charities he actually called me up and asked me to to put a few people forward for the, for the money so I listed a few people who I knew through the group that were doing it tough, and then one of my uh, one of my good mates actually said to me, "Why why didn't you say, why didn't you ask for it on behalf of SA Brothers? Yeah, to not only help just one person, but to help eighteen thousand. And honestly, like I, I felt selfish. Yeah, felt like we yeah we were struggling to get the money, but I felt like well someone else, you know, could use that. Yeah, rather than than you know fix our issue. Yeah, but in the end, yeah, he, he gave it to us anyway. So the way you I think you need to look at that though is that um and it's brilliant to that he's reaching out and helping those individuals like yeah. on, that's un- that's unreal but uh if you can build a machine build a program build you know a a, a business that supports a mass amount of people yeah then your effect is going to be a lot more widespread yeah you're yep. almost limiting what you can you're limiting the belief that you have when you feel um I guess when you feel like you're being selfish and when you feel like you're you're taking that on yourself, you're really you're limiting the effect that you can have on on the mass amount of people. Yeah. Which is I think where this you know, where this site and this community is so well aimed at is because it's just, you know, it's it's a white the effect you're having is is super widespread. Like yeah. it's not it's not just it's not just down to the singular singular people and the work you can do for the singular people because there's always going to be people out there that need help like yeah there's, of course, there's yeah. always there always is and the, and if you can do that extra work and go the extra mile that's fine but i just can't stress enough how huge this 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 community actually is like yeah. how important this actually is like people don't get like i see it all the time man. i get it all the time people just they just don't get that uh if they surround themselves with like-minded people they can actually make a change in their life yep. and so a lot of the people I see and I'm sure that you guys would see this a lot through being admins and just having the connections that you do and having the mates that you do is that when we when we go into something like a, a spiral with our mental health, with our anxiety, with our depression, um, post-traumatic stress, whatever it is, whatever the whatever the alignment is that it's, that's causing you to, I guess, go into your shell. Yep. That's exactly what you do is you, you go into your shell and you close things off, you, you stop seeing people. You, yeah. yeah, exactly. You yeah. cut out the outside world. And the thought that goes through your brain or the thought that I guess you experience is that you're the only person that understands it because it's, it's, yep. it's your problems. Yeah, and you're, yeah, like you said, you isolate yourself and then obviously there's nothing positive in your life because yes, all you're definitely. doing is making yourself feel negative so you just get worse and worse. And you get worse and worse and you get yep. on this train, you get on this, I call it a spiral, you get on this spiral where you just go yep. deeper all and deeper and, yeah. and deeper. And, and in the end, what it actually is is that, you know, we can sit here, two brothers just sitting here like this We've got completely different stories. Yeah. Like our stories are never going to be the same. But, you know, a lot of the things that we've probably suffered from in the past are probably very similar though. Yeah. You know, the context is just different. The alignment itself or the alignment or whatever the word is that itself is, is alman, I think is the word I was looking for. But whatever, that, whatever, um, whatever it is you're suffering from is actually the same. So, you know, the symptoms that you're getting where you're – closing yourself off you're you know you're, you're not going out there you're not going out with your mates anymore versus the symptoms that i'm getting where i'm doing the exact same thing yeah but it's just for a different 
It's just for a different purpose. Yeah. And we yeah. just look at it differently because we think that no one can understand our story and no one can get our kind of thing. But when it's not until you get in, into a community like this that you actually realise that you're just a normal bloke. Yeah. <laughs> you really yeah. are just a normal human being. Yeah. It's not it's not a group that feeds off each other's misery. Like we it's not you know, everyone you know, we have these weekly meets and that sort of thing. And even if someone comments on there, oh, you know, I can't make it, I, I don't get paid this week, there'll be like five or ten blokes will jump on there straight away and say, just, we'll get you there, you come out, you know, we'll share your feed, you know. Yeah. Just to cheer them up. Definitely. And yeah. I, I've, see, I've seen it before as well. Like I, I was just trolling through the through the group looking at looking yeah. at posts and stuff like that. And I tend to get on there about once a week. And, I mean, we I get the notifications every day because there's always boys posting up there. Yeah, yeah. I tend to, so I look at those, but I tend to sit down about once a week and just kind of have a good troll through the posts and yeah. see what's on there and see what people are talking about. And you see all the time, like, guys like, oh, you know, has anyone got any advice on this? Or, you know, can anyone can anyone help me? I'm sorry, I'm drinking beer at the same time, so I'm burping <laughs> at the same time. Can anyone help me, like, move my lounge or something like that? And straight away you've got, like, 50, 60 dudes just going, yep, no worries, where do you live? I'm there. Yeah. You know, I've got the day off work today. I'll come around and help you. And yeah, it's just that's that brotherhood that you. Yeah, and it doesn't matter whether you're from around the corner or from halfway across the state. Like there'll yeah. be someone that'll put their hand up yeah. to to help you out. So yeah. So where do you where do you want this to go? Where do you where do you like, we we spoke for about incorporating and and yeah. becoming a charity and yeah. So and that, that's and the number one priority at the moment. So outside of that, in terms of yeah. growth wise, how yeah. do you, where, what do you kind of foresee as your future? Like, have you got any um any goals i guess set up for the future in terms of uh potentially like events or anything like that like bigger scale events than what you, you yeah so we had a family day last year which we put on um at benithan park in yeah. the city, which is if, if you didn't have a christmas show you know this is your opportunity to come down and um you know have a day on us and to thank everyone that supported us for the past 12 months um so we had that that was pretty pretty good we had a couple hundred people there but obviously we're going to do that again this year and we want to do more um, big city meets as well. So not just the north and south, east and west. We want to get everyone together in one one big group again. We, we did have one just recently. Yeah. Um, but we're going to try and do them. My first event came down yeah. to that. Yeah. It was actually, it was, I had a great time. Yeah, no, it was a good night. It was Next a good time night. I know not to not to drive, I'll <laughs> have a couple of beers with the boys. I mistakenly drove myself down there. And yeah, <laughs> rookie error. <laughs> yeah, I know that from now and uh, we can uh, <laughs> get get set for the next one. But Yeah, but yeah, so we'll have, have those, those meets probably yeah two or three times a year those big big ones yeah um as we grow but uh other than that we've got the the business register going as well um just trying to trying to get blokes to to use in-house services i guess so uh you know by bouncing work and and look and uh services off each other in the group you know everyone can benefit sort of thing yeah definitely um another thing that we're looking at is uh like holding a, a trade breakfast sort of uh, event for small business or startups mm-hmm. um, like once a month or once every couple of months. Um, and Lewis, who works, who actually owns South, Ad- South Adelaide Rubbish Removal, it was his sort of um, his, his sort of pushing. So it's like um, almost like a little networking kind yeah, of yeah, business so, networking group. So, yeah, for those businesses that are either too small or only just started up to bounce ideas off each other, um, they'll get a, a speaker in every now and then yep. um, and that sort of thing. Um, but other than that, we really want to keep pushing our help, like emergency food, emergency clothing, that sort of stuff, like hands-on help yeah. rather than just um, like someone on the end of a phone. We want to be able to, you know, hands-on um, 
help for these people that are struggling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whether that's, like I said, accommodation, food, clothing, in certain cases, legal fees, you know, it could be could be a big range. Yep. And are you, you're not, are you set up at the moment to take donations or not no, quite? No, not yet. Yeah. So, so as soon as that incorporation paperwork comes back, yep. then we're, we're right to go. But at the moment, we can't. Yeah, okay, cool. So that kind of hamstrings you a bit until that yeah. kind of, yep. that, that, um, I guess that paperwork goes through. Yeah. So that donation donation David made was a, a personal donation, yeah, to to me rather than the group, but it's in the group account. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, so definitely, yeah, yep, yeah, definitely. And for those that are actually tuning in on the live stream, um, stick around because at the end of the live stream, we're actually going to answer some questions, and so we're going to take questions from you guys live, and this will actually go on to the podcast as well because one thing I've learned is that if one person asks you a question, there's like you say, there's guaranteed that there's other people out yeah. there that need the answer, and so. Uh, we're definitely going to yeah get up there and we're going to answer some questions from you guys out there and that'll go on the podcast. So um, we'll make sure we get your name and, and that we, um, if we can, um, um, Coops over there, but we'll make sure we get your name and so you can get a shout out in the podcast as well. So A big shout out to Coops for uh, filming. So Huge yeah. shout out to Coops. He's the technical man behind the scenes here. <laughs> okay, so back into, I guess, you. We're going to stick into you a bit here. So when you went through the car crash, yeah, it was obviously a pretty tough time for yourself going through that. Yeah, period. it was. It was. Uh, I was pretty shaken up. Like yeah. I said, um, what happened? There was a, a tree across the road, um, probably waist height, I suppose, uh, and it was raining and blowing a gale. And I came over, just came over the hill, and saw it. And I was doing a hundred, and I thought, oh well. <laughs> you've had a good run <laughs> this has got to be it and i just remember he, like the force and then i was just out the bloke behind me said that the the bull bar dug in flipped the ute straight over straight on its head and um the tray dug into the asphalt and flipped me onto the driver's side so i had to climb out woke up and the, the car was running it was diesel luckily and uh yeah i had to unbuckle and then climb out through the passenger window wow. and out onto the ground and i can't remember what like what the scene looked like or anything yeah i was that yeah, shaken up. Yeah, just shock. Yeah. Did you, yeah. Did you walk away from that or did you? Yeah, so I had to, all I had was a, I had like a hematoma on yeah. my head uh, and some bad bruising. And the actual, the worst part was the airbag burns on on my hands. Must yeah, be, yeah, yeah. That's so I must have been holding the holding yeah. the wheel pretty tight. And yeah, the, the powder burns. Yeah, lucky so you bad, didn't yeah. break your thumbs and stuff like that. As yeah. Well. Like, any bones. Yeah. It, it was, yeah. It was most people would hit something front on because most people grab the wheel, you know, probably do a little stream here but most people grab the wheel like that yeah is when you so when you hit front on you, your thumbs just snap yeah it's yeah, just, yeah no it was pretty pretty lucky yeah pretty lucky. actually my my um my mom used to be married to a guy his old stepdad when he taught me how to drive and he <laughs> the first thing he said to me is put your thumbs on the outside because he'd done that he snapped both of his thumbs yeah so yeah so i was I always now drive my thumbs on the outside, on the outside so yeah, you yeah. just go straight through but um so when you kind of did you have any anxiety around getting back in a car again? Because yeah. that that would have been huge. <laughs> yeah, look, actually, it was a couple of weeks later because I used to. Like, this is when I was living in the Snowy Mountains, so yep. it was you know middle of winter as well. And uh, my girlfriend at the time came up, and we ended up driving from Cancun, which is sort of at the bottom of the mountain, up to Threadbow Ski Resort. Okay, there was about an inch of ice on the road, about halfway up, two wheel drive car. I was just, well, yeah, it was horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No good. We had we didn't have any chains, and she yeah. was driving, and it was yeah, it was a fresh relationship, so I wasn't sure how good of a driver <laughs> she was. <laughs> but look, we're still here, so yeah, can't be yeah. can't be that bad. But no, I, I 
didn't drive myself until I got another car. So it was about a month and a half later and I was still pretty pretty wary for a while. Yeah. Did you what did you do to overcome that? Like what did you do you remember what you went through to kind of did you have any little skills that you kind of did to lift my mic up a bit? Um did you have any skills you kinda did to kinda overcome that? Uh just I just ended up getting in and, and driving around the paddock for a while. Like yeah, 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 just little um, bit, little bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't didn't let it play on my mind too much, but if I could avoid driving, I'd avoid driving. Like, yeah. But now I'm all I'm all good. Yeah, now, yeah obviously. obviously all good now. But um, um yeah. actually we can probably lift yours. Just yeah, yeah. Lift it up slightly. Yeah, fuck yeah. That'd be sick. That means you don't have to lean forward as much. Yeah. My back was getting sore. I'm a cripple, if anyone doesn't know. So yeah, there we go. Um so two things there that I kind of pieced out there is I think is really good. Um is the first one you said was about avoidance. Yeah. And so you avoided kind of driving which i think is a very common thing that you kind of see with people with anxiety and and not necessarily just driving but they you, you avoid situations that you don't want to be in because you, you know once you're in them that you're going to get yeah. anxious um but the best way to do that was exactly or the best way to overcome that because that's a completely natural like completely natural yeah, like yeah, thing right. you've just been in a huge car accident like it's yeah. it's it's completely natural that you don't want to get back in a car yeah but i don't even get it now like yeah you know, live streams talking in front of people hate, hate it like, hate yeah. it. Like, but really bad social anxiety but, yeah um, we just keep you know i keep pushing forward to get you know that's hopefully good one day we'll get a get into a rhythm but how did you uh, you can you can you can this is going to be a good good segue <laughs> here how did you overcome this the speaking what did you do to well the, it's sort of the the group helped me really yeah you know, someone's obviously been the, the bloke who founded it I've got to be the one who's doing some of the talking, at least some of the time. Yeah. So I've got to be up there in front of people. I've got to be talking on these sort of things. So you've just got to, just got to grin and bear it. And Did you start and doing it a little bit by a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, look at that. So we've started uh, when we, we we donated the stickers to that girl that someone stole her bike. Did you see that post on? Uh, Disabled yes. girl and her bike was stolen. I've th- seen a couple of bikes yeah, that have been so, stolen. So, so we replaced. There's a bloke up north there. His bike got stolen as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bike thieves everywhere. Yeah. Um. So we replaced the stickers on it. And we did. We were going to do a live <laughs> video there. I said, and uh, shouldn't laugh at that. I was laughing at the the bloke, <laughs> the, the bloke story because I remembered his story in my head that he got pissed and left his bike. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, "Someone stole my bike." But yeah, so started off small with with a couple of videos like that. And now, yeah, obviously moving into this sort of stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the, real, the I guess the link that I was going to share there though is that um, so driving a car overcoming that public speaking yeah. overcoming that for me I had it used to have a huge anxiety of walking on the beach funny enough yeah okay real fucking stupid like just walking along the beach and I'd get I'd have panic attacks that I think that someone was drowning out in the water so I'd, I'd have to look I'd be constantly f- like I couldn't focus on anything I couldn't talk to anyone yeah. like I'd be just my teeth would be clenched and I'd be walking along looking at the water thinking that someone's drowning and you know other things like I used to have a huge anxiety around walking down the street and I used to think that everyone uh, for, for people I guess it's, it's probably more for um, the SA Brothers guys rather than my podcast listeners because my podcast listeners probably all heard my story before yep. but um, but I suffered really badly from depression and anxiety and I have uh, have post-traumatic stress as well um, and so one of the things I really struggled with was was walking down the street when I was at the the height of my sickness and and I felt like everyone was just staring at me and I felt like everyone knew that I was sick and they'd just look at me and they'd know that I was sick and there was something wrong with me and yeah. 
you know, I used to say that I was fucked in the head. Now I learned that the language that you use to describe yourself is actually huge, like has a huge way in. in Especially around yeah. suicide as well. Yes, hundred percent. Speak. Yeah. yeah, it is really is the way you speak. You like, you train your brain. It's just like any other muscle, but all those four things. So we've got four different anxieties there that are completely different. They're all kind of, I guess, solved by a very similar thing. And it's called repetitive exposure. So it's exposing yourself to something in a small amount over a long period of time. And you, you slowly kind of grow that amount into more and more and more until you feel comfortable in it. Yep. And so, you know, like you look at driving, you drive around the paddock. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you just start doing lifts in the paddock and shit like that. You look at speaking, you start doing little speaks in front bits of and pieces. Yeah. yeah, bits and pieces and things. Now yeah. you're on now you're on podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> go on, go <laughs> doing that shit. <laughs> yeah, you look at me like on the beach, like I, I had to get down there and I had to just slowly expose myself to being on the beach again. You know, a lot of things we walking down the street that was that was more exposing myself to the way I was thinking about myself. But it's yep. all all little little things and those little save little wins yeah. those little wins and you got to celebrate those little wins too mate yeah so spot on you can't just um go from zero to full speed yeah yeah for sure and so what have you seen on the what do you think is that um and you can you can go through a, a series of i guess um of uh of what do you call it, buddy um examples if if yep. Yep. if you like but on the actual SA Brothers site, what is what is what have you seen to be an effect? You you and the admin boys that do an amazing job there, what have you actually seen that um, that you feel like when you, you look at it and you say shit, I'm actually making headway here. Like, this is actually working. So obviously, like the biggest example is going to be bringing someone back from from the edge of suicide. Yep, um, which has happened quite a few times, and I've personally been involved in a few of them, like, and and with the other boys. Um, but yeah, look, it's it's pretty crazy to think that you can can help someone and and they can come back from that place. Um, you know, if you if you didn't intervene, you always think, well, what happened? What would have happened? Yeah, you know? and that that's one of our biggest things. Like, if we get a cry for help, we've got to act on it straight away, um, and we've got to we've got to treat every everyone as as being serious. Yeah, because if you don't, and if you don't act, and something does happen. You know, you've got to live with that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. But um, other than, other than that, you know, we've seen people who have had massive social anxiety or, or other anxieties. Um, you know, come into the group, struggle to get them out to a meet. Now they're like the life of the party. Yeah, complete opposite. Help help numerous blokes with emergency food and clothing. Um, you know, we've support the Northfield and Salisbury RSL. Northfield was at the risk of collapse. Yep. And we and, you know, we came in and have supported them for the past 24 months. So I remember when they – months. I used to actually live down in Oakton. Yep. Um, when, when the hands switched, when, when they kind of – the young boys first took over. And, um, yeah, I remember going down to a, a, a couple of nights there. I went to a – pretty certain I went to an Anzac, um, Anzac Day uh, yeah, yeah. dawn service there because yep. I used to live in down the street. Um, and my base is – ex-serving for guys on SA Brothers that don't know. Um, and so my base was up in the hills, so I didn't couldn't be bothered driving up in the yeah, hills yeah. that day. So we went we went to one in um and I wasn't serving anymore, so I didn't necessarily need to go to that base. But yeah, but um so we went to one down in down at Northfield RSL and they did a really good job as well. Um and then uh, I used to get invites to I don't think I went to many, but I used to get invites to a lot of the music nights they used to held. They used to get um one of my mates was playing guitar from down there and yeah. 
um, Tommy Tom, Tommy Boy, he was playing um, guitar for him down and singing a bit down for him as well. So doing a bit of those when it first kind of yep. took over. But um, yeah, no, it's, a, it's a great little spot. Yeah, yeah. And so, same with Salisbury RSL. Like they, yep. they, you know, it's the same sort of thing. Go there every week, support them, uh, give give blokes a chance to come out and meet, make some new mates, talk about anything that's bothering them, have a game of pool, have a feed, just be blokes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, break I think up, that's break up the work week. One of the things that I think is taken away these days is just blokes being blokes. Is that yeah. people seem to have a problem with it. Yeah, it's not uh, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I think it's probably one of the most healthiest things that you can do is just yep. put a bloke into a bloke environment and, and let him be a bloke and yeah. um and just let him go about it and you know, have a bit of fun and stuff like that. And if you can do it in an environment where, you know, it's non judgmental, you're not being Obviously, you're not being rude and stuff like that. You're not no. discriminating against people and all that, no. all that kind of shit. But you know, you can do it in a place where you're not being judged and you can just have a bit of fun. Then you know, that's it's it's just brilliant. Like it's it's good for people. Yeah, it's like a, it can be a advice. breath of fresh air, yeah. so to speak. You know, went, I've had some pretty average weeks, and even even now, like you go there and it's like this is just this is what I needed. You know? Yeah, just need to get out with the boys. Not go stupid, you know. Just have a have a feed and go and pull, like I said, in a couple of beers. Yeah, and that's you know your week suddenly is turned around. Yeah, so definitely. It's just that one little step, I guess, that you need to, yeah. to kind of take the next the next part. Yeah, yeah, man, that's awesome. How are we going over there, Coops? With questions, have we got any come through yet? Hey, we've got one. <laughs> When's the next meet? When's the next meet? <laughs> well, you can answer uh, that. What are we? Uh, what are we in now? May, nearly May. Probably July, I'd say. July for the big city, mate. Big city. We've got a few venues, nothing locked in yet, but I think we we should do another one pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, or like you said, that it was it was good fun last time. So yeah. And so with the SA Brothers website, how do people um, find that? Like if, if people in Adelaide, or do you have guys outside Adelaide that join as well, or is it just yeah, we do. Like obviously, we're we're sort of state state based, but yeah. we've got other blokes um, wanting to join up and. You know, if they need, they obviously we can't give them a, a hands-on help, but if they yeah. need help, um, like through the, the the platform, we're all for it. Yeah. yeah. So, ha- what's the best way that people can actually get in touch with that and find that? Um, you could probably go. Well, the best way to go to www.sabrothers.com.au. Yep. And that's got links to our community page and our and the Facebook group, which is just for blokes. Yeah. But we're on Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, obviously, and Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then, does that also have the ability for them to to get in, in touch with you and in contact with yeah, you? Yeah, so they can they can either email us from the website to, to the admin, or they can go onto the page or the group and, and email that SA Brothers account or yeah. one of the moderators moderators or admin personally. They're linked all on the web page. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Awesome. All right. We're gonna put a call out to guys there that if you're listening to the stream now. And you, you do have a question that you want to ask, then and send it through because you know we're here, we're more than happy to um, to answer any questions that you got. Uh, you know we can give some advice on, I guess how we how we've dealt with things and that kind of stuff. But um, but yeah, no, nah, it'd be good to hear from you boys out there and to hear from you guys. Yeah, yeah. I think one thing we should talk about is having how to uh, approach that. You know how to make sure someone's all right. Yep. You know, Dealing with suicide, obviously. Yeah, definitely. Uh, how, how to how to uh, approach that sort of situation? Yeah, cool. Um, so, like the, the biggest thing is, to, you know, even if they're y- your mate or something, if you if you think there is a possibility of, of uh, endangerment, 
you need to like be straightforward. Yeah, and and straight to the point because if you if you go around it, you know something might might happen. Yeah, definitely. Um, because still, blokes, some blokes um, are too afraid to to speak up because I think it's weak. So. Yeah, and that's kind of the stigma that we're that you're looking to change. Yeah, and so for you know if if someone's reached out to you and um or if someone's reached out to someone else within the within the group and they and they've you know expressed the, that they want to harm themselves what do you think that person should should do next if they if you think they're in life threatening danger you need to call triple zero yep. straight away after that it's either well if the first thing so what we try and do is if the obviously if it's a life threatening situation is to contact emergency services yeah perfect but after that our 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 job is to provide a safety net for them until they can get professional help yeah so you, you're gonna, we're going to push we're not push we're going to guide those people uh to professional help such as doctors psychiatrists psychologists even lifeline yeah lifeline but even like friends as well friends and family um depends on the case and, and the individual course um but yeah like i said we're, we're here to provide that safety net until yeah. they can get professional help yeah definitely and then um from the flip side so this is a this would be a really good one which i think a lot of the guys from the group would actually um would actually need to hear so if i'm someone that need that i feel like i need to reach out yeah what steps should I take? So you can contact any of the admins or moderators. Yep. Um, and we'll keep it you know, confidential, obviously. Uh, if you need an anonymous post, um, seeking advice from from other blokes in the group, but you don't want to, you know, you don't want your name attached to it, we can post it on your behalf um, and we keep everything, like I said, confidential. Um, and then we'll just go from there. Yeah. yeah. Either we might be able to resolve it with a chat between us or, or like I said, provide that those tools and resources to, to get your own help through yeah. professionals. And so what do you think are the, the key things that uh, I guess people need to think about? Because the, the barriers that you you, know, you said before, the, there's serious barriers with men reaching out getting help because of the stigma and those types of things that we, you know, we really get shoved on us. So we, yeah. we, we technically we put them on ourselves as well as society putting on us. But yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, what, what are some ways that, if I was to reach out, if I wanted to reach out, and I was struggling with that, what are some ways that you, do you think I could, or that someone could overcome that? So, if you could just approach us to begin with, even if it's not d- direct on on the problem, like we will just go from there. But obviously, there there will be an underlying issue that we'll we'll have some inkling of. Yeah. Um, and then we'll just slowly start to talk about it like that. And then, um, that. that <laughs> Question book. Keeps just <laughs> <the> question book. <laughs> and jotted my mind for a second then. Um, so I guess one of the things that um, I, s- I see a lot is, uh, and in, first of all, you're 100% right, Evan, you just said there, and then you worded it perfectly as well, that, you know, if there's a, if there's a threat to life, you don't you don't fuck around with that. You just no. you just straight away, you're just on top of it straight away. Yep. And because um, and you're 100% right, you don't want to be, you don't want to sit there and, you know, I've, I've unfortunately been in a situation where someone closest to me as, uh, close to me at, at the time has, has taken their own life and, and, you know, I had no inkling of it at the time. However, you know, you sit there and you think to yourself, what did I miss? You know, wh- how the fuck did I miss yeah, that? What signs didn't I yeah. see? What, did, what, what didn't I see? Yeah, did I w- – and you think about your replay conversations in your head 
and it's not a space you want to be in. And so no. you can put a lot of guilt onto yourself. You can, yeah, 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 yeah. Which and drives you further down into a spiral. Hundred so. percent does. Hundred percent does. But I guess one of the things that um, I see a lot is people's, uh, and this goes back to stigma as well, is people's inability to understand that um, a mental injury is exactly the same as a physical injury. Yep. You know, it's it is literally the same thing. It's just it's Some just cases a different worse. context. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. But if you if you take depression as an example, so um, if we take that someone is suffering from depression, uh, and then you take someone who does their ACL play football, the process that you go through to be able to to heal those and to move on with those is actually exactly the same. It's just the the context is different, and so the example I kind of use here is that I've done my ACL before. And I've had depression, so well, I do have depression. So it's kind of good. I can uh, I can relate to both here. So when I did my ACL, I was playing football, planting my foot in wet weather, twisted, done my ACL. Yeah. Right, one of those one of those horrible horrible injuries. So what happened when I did that is I had a traumatic kind of incident where I did my knee, and then I went off the ground. Had the doctors test my knee at the time, uh, or the physios test my knee. So they did an initial assessment to kind of work out what was going on. Yeah, pretty sure you've done your ACL. You need to go to the hospital. So I went to the hospital, saw a doctor there. They gave me a diagnosis. They said, yep, no worries. Gave me some painkillers. You know, here's some painkillers to get on top of the pain and stuff like that. Here's some anti-inflammatories, more so to get on top of the, anti- the, anti-inflama- or the inflammation that's going on your knee. And then you, you've done, you got a scan, you've done your ACL. It's done, all right? So you need to have, then they have the operation, which is, you know, you need to get it fixed. So I had a hamstring graft taken out of my leg, put in my, out of my hamstring, put into my knee. Yep. Video graph, and then you go from there. You go through and you get into your initial recovery, and that's the part where you're just like in the pool. You're walking around. You're probably on crutches most of the time and stuff like that. You're just trying to get movement back in your leg, and then after that, I went through and I went through to you know more moderate recovery, and until I started to get back onto a I guess a uh, a walk to run program again to be able to run again. You know, then slowly I build up and I'll be able to change directions again. I'll be able to be more dynamic in my movements again. You know, yeah. and then all bit of a sudden, bit. I'm bit by bit, I'm playing football again. Yeah. If I take my depression as the exact same scenario, so I had a series in this case, not a singular, but a series of traumatic events that led to me having depression. Things like severe pain for 24-7. Um, I mean, I'm in pain most of my life now, but this is something I deal with now. You know things like um, loss of career, things, lots of lots and lots like opioid abuse, lots of different things that caused yep. me to go down that path. But I had a series of traumatic events that led me to become depressed. And so what I did was I went, I took that first step, uh, which people find hard, which I can understand. But I took that first step, went saw my doctor. He gave me an initial assessment. Yep. He said, I think you've got depression. Prescribed you with some antidepressants to to help you kind of control your emotions. Yep. And then, but the next stage is that you go to a psychiatrist or a psychologist, and for me, psychiatrist, and I sit down and actually get a formal diagnosis. You have depression. Yep, you tick all these boxes. All right, now let's get you into a uh, your surgical kind of part of. Oops, just tap that there. It's going to make a bit of feedback. So your surgical kind of part of um, the, like when you had your knee, but it's it's like cognitive behaviour therapy where they actually delve into it's almost like the surgery of depression you're delving into why it is you're feeling that way and then from there okay yep no worries that that step's done so we went into our initial 
uh, I guess, your initial recovery stage, which is where you're really starting to learn about what you're actually thinking about and what you're actually dealing with and the emotions that are going on in your head. And then you get back into your walk-to-run phase, which is where you're actually starting to get out there. You're actually starting to reintegrate yourself with society. You're actually starting to, you know, to, to I guess, rebuild those friendships, rebuild those working habits, the, you know, rebuild the relationship you have with your partner, whatever it is. You're starting to rebuild those things. And then all of a sudden you're going into a run phase where you're starting to run again and you're starting to get out there and you're starting to return back to your normal life. Yes, you still have depression. Yes, I still have a shit knee. But, yeah, but I've dealt with it. it. Yeah. But I've managed it and, I, and, I'm, and I've actually done the work to be able to get yourself back to the thing. Yeah. So when you piece the two apart, they're actually no different. But They're just viewed differently. They're viewed differently. Heavily, 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 heavily differently. Yeah. Because we can't see it. Yep. You know, it's that not being able to see the injury that stops us from actually viewing it. And my podcast listeners, I might even cut that bit out because they've heard that like three or four times now <laughs> <laughs> throughout different episodes, that, yeah. that one analogy. But, <laughs> yeah, but well, it's, it's good for it's, the yeah. good for the SA brother boys. It's just uh, it's crazy it's still got that stigma. You know? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It, it, it pisses me off, to be honest. Yeah, yeah it really does. Um, did you get another question come through? Yeah, it's from uh, <coughs> Mr. Jared Wadmore. He wants to know, uh, what would you say to guys that are worried of coming to one of the weekly meets? A lot of guys have trouble in new situations. Like I said before, these weekly meets are, are, are aimed to get blokes out of the house, to break up that work week. Um, and, you know, the first one we held way, well, you know, 12 months ago, uh, look, I was just as anxious as everyone else is going to be. Um, so you just you just need to try and try and break that barrier down i guess because once you get there you're going to be welcomed with open arms like all the all the all the blokes uh are welcoming and you know you'll be one of the boys yeah definitely by the end of the night for sure yeah and just recently like just recently we've started the um western meets as well mm-hmm. so it's the same thing we had a heap of new people come down and, and they were sort of a bit anxious to start with but um now after the third one they're they're going to be regulars so yeah we spoke before as well about avoidance and this is kind of my two cents on this is that um, is that yeah if you start avoiding situations then what it does is it builds a habit in your brain so that whenever you come to those situations again the first thing you do is you become anxious so anxiety itself is a is a is a brain driven like reaction yep. to to being in a certain situation that that causes you to become anxious uh, but not just anxious, but anxious in a severe way. So panic attacks, you know, hyperventilating, those, those types of things. That's what we're talking about when we talk about anxiety. So when people are, you know, and social anxiety is a, is a huge form that people always struggle with. But what you do is if you, if you stop doing things, if you, if you um, I guess if you, if you go through the habit of avoiding situations because you know that you, I guess, are going to be anxious in those situations – then it just compounds it and it becomes worse and it becomes worse and it becomes worse and slowly you start withdrawing yourself further and further and further and, you, and you're actually not getting out there. When yeah, you're setting the goalpost even further away. Exactly. You're doing it to yourself. Yeah. And when, like you said, the boys, and I can attest to this, the boys are brilliant. Like if you go down there, the boys just open arms. And so yeah. if you just cross that barrier and just that small exposure – Maybe don't go to a city meetup. Maybe go to a go to a smaller meetup first. You know, go and see, go to one of those first. But then, you know, you just cross that barrier first. If you just cross that line, you're gonna find out that it's not as bad as you think. No, that's it. It's, it's just, really it's it's just it's break, it's breaking the ice. You just gotta break the ice. Yeah, 
He's got to jump through. That's it. That's it. Uh, another question here from Tim. Uh, how far away are you guys from the not-for-profit status? So, like I said before, the, the paperwork's with the lawyer. So I tried to get onto her today, but I couldn't get through. So I'm hoping by the end of the week she'll have that filed with the, the CBS. Yep. So it'll be that'll be for the incorporation. And then once that comes back, then we'll self-fund to get the not-for-profit yeah. status as well. So awesome. Yeah, looking it's good. To it. Like at that it's point, the, uh, you can come up with donations and yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's been a. It's only been eighteen months. Yeah, twenty fourth of December, twenty seventeen. when when we went live, so it hasn't been that long, and we've uh, we've done a fair bit. We've come a long way. So How do you think it's, it's grown so quickly? Because that's a quick growth. Like when you talk about yeah, like yeah, yeah, eighteen and a half thousand blokes in in eighteen months. You know, it's, it's a thousand blokes. Pretty crazy. A month. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> I, I, th- I think by this time next year, we would have come close to doubling. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Yep. The, the, I mean, the more the more people we get to, the more assistance we can provide. So, yeah. Um, I think word of mouth is a really big thing. We're noticing now that um, a lot more people, even if they aren't in the group, like wives and, and girlfriends, that sort of thing, they're talking about SA Brothers and what, what we do and, you know, guiding blo- other blokes that aren't in the group to, to us. So, yeah. Um, we started to do like a fair bit of advertising as well, um, just to, to get, get the name out there and get our mission out there. Yeah, definitely. Um, we're looking at setting up some stalls for markets and stuff as well, so we can go and uh, you know, give out pamphlets and, and that sort of stuff and about what we're about and what we're trying to achieve and, and what we can, services we can provide. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. That's awesome, man. That is, that is awesome. And so if, um, we're coming to a, I guess, a close for the podcast. But if there's guys that still want to ask questions, I'm, I'm more than happy to stick around and we can, yeah, yeah. we can stay yeah, live and we can, we can ask questions, man. That's no dramas at all. But we can, we can kind of, um, uh, I guess, end off the or cap off the podcast here uh, by two, two questions that I, that I ask everyone that comes on. So first one, these are these are impromptu as well. You didn't actually get oh beauty. probably because I forgot to tell you. But yeah. no, first one's easy. It's it's so if people want to reach out to you. Um, yeah, how, so how do they do that? They can go to www.sabrothers.com.au. We'll drop that in the in the comments as well. I'll make sure it's in the show links for yeah. the guys on the podcast. Otherwise, they can search us up on Facebook. Um, we've got, like I said, we've got two pages. We've got a community page where the community can see all our major events and and uh, like activities, and then the bikes only group. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then yeah. We've, we've got Instagram and LinkedIn as well. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I should get onto Instagram. I love Instagram. Yeah. So to get on that one and so the last question which is is always my always my favorite question is what does it mean to you to be a healthy bloke a lot (laughs) you know you can i've had uh even even since sa brothers has been going i've had stages where you've like dipped down into that spiral you know you're just starting to to spiral out of control and like everything just turns to shit yeah you know and it's really it takes a lot for you to come back but I feel like I, could, I drag a lot of people, or not a lot of people, but, you know, drag whoever I'm around down as well. Yeah. You know? So I think it's really important for your own state of mind and then, like, your, your partner, your girlfriend, your wife, whatever, um, and your, the rest of your family to, to be like that. And when, I, when I'm on point, you know, I'm able to help others. I'm yeah, not worried definitely. about my, my own state, so. Yeah. That's awesome, yeah. man. That's awesome. All right. Thank you. So much. Actually, we got another question come through here. Oh, oh, there you, we go. Question for me. It's probably thank like, why, you, why are you a redhead? 
because gingers are the supreme race. Exactly, exactly. Uh, oh, when are these podcasts going to be on? Real simple, man. This will be up tomorrow. So you guys can actually, yeah, I'll edit this tonight and, and tomorrow. Yep. So uh, Wednesday to be precise. I always say that my podcasts are up by Wednesday. And we had a guest cancel um, this week. Uh, he couldn't make an appearance who was, who was meant to be on. And we have other episodes, but because we're doing this right now, I just thought we'll just slot this straight in there. Just a quick edit. I'll just get up there, edit it tonight and... Uh, and then um, and then edit and then finish editing tomorrow when I when it was because I don't work on Tuesdays which is great um, yeah. and then uh, and then yeah so it'll be it should be up by Wednesday morning at the latest on iTunes iTunes is always the slowest yep um, so you can you can find for those that are on um, I guess on the uh, the live stream you can find us at um, you can just go to Blowcast uh, in any of your podcast platforms so if you listen to us on uh, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, Spotify yep. Yeah, you, I think you're on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if you listen on Spotify, you can you can just go through there and you can just search the broadcast and, and it will come up. I think if you were to go to this I'm gonna I'm gonna jump ahead of myself here. But if you were to go to the health section health section of iTunes on Wednesday, I reckon there'd be a good chance you'd probably see us in the new and noteworthy there. So it's uh, beautiful. Yeah, so that's we've been getting up in there a little bit, which yep. is great. So yeah, yeah. Make sure, uh, um, make sure everyone who's watching jumps over and uh, likes and shares the podcast as well. That would be great. That would be great because yeah, the message. Yeah, you know, we're the same as um same as you guys really is yeah. that that we you know the I say we because I hope the team's going to grow one day. But at yeah. the moment, it's a a one man band with my, with my wife kind of putting her two cents in every now and again to tell me to do Chicken something different. Though, mate. Like, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, it's going well so far, man. Like yeah. we, so we had, we had, this will be episode, I said 18 at the beginning, I'm pretty sure it's 18. Um, I should probably check that. But, um, <laughs> but we're at 10,000 downloads now and, and so it's 10,000 downloads in, uh, in three months worth of content, and so yeah, right. we, it's, it's not like um, we're not breaking records, but we're certainly doing better than than, than most out there. Yeah, and and sure. I think it's just because of the topic. Like it's, yep. you know, guys, guys want to know that it's okay to not be okay. Like it really isn't. Yeah, you know, it's, 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 there's, it's there's somewhere to go. Yeah, you know, when you're in the internet state. Yeah, and what the, what the whole aim of the uh, and I probably should have said this at the beginning of the the stream, but what the whole aim of the broadcast is is. It's really similar to SA Brothers. It's it's designed to be a place where people can go to A, learn something, B, have a laugh, and C, just be in a non-judgmental space. Yep. And, you know, so eventually we want to turn this into a into a, into a video podcast as well, um, get some video cranking and, and on YouTube. Um, yep. and, and a few live streams. Yeah, a few live streams, all that kind of stuff. I've got the camera and all this stuff set up now, so we, we should, be able to, should be able to go through that. Um, yeah, so it's it's that's what it's designed to be. It's designed to be somewhere, a good place for people to go. No, that's it. You we're uh, we're happy to um, support you know support you as much as we can. Like I said, hopefully we get we get the broadcast out there a bit more now. So yeah, that'd be that'd yeah. be any help is uh, is brilliant. But at the same time, um, yeah, definitely don't go out there my way to to ask for it. It's just more of a <laughs> hey, if it's. If it works for both of us, then it's good. Yeah, so. well, that's it. It's all about the you know the same thing, reducing that stigma. So. Yeah, definitely, mate. Thank you so much for taking the time. No worries. Thanks for thanks for coming down. Really appreciate it, mate. Uh, you got a really nice house down here. It's, it's in a nice nice part of the world. My wife grew up just th- two streets away, so it's um yeah. yeah, it's a beautiful spot in the world. And and thank you first to yourself because you're a legend of a bloke. And I seriously since the, since the moment we started talking i was just knew that we were going to have a a good connection and a, and a good 
a really good bond and and we seem to just keeps growing and, and growing as we go which i'm and i'm hoped i can do heaps more to work with you guys and to you know help as much as i can to be able to you know help you guys grow as well yeah um and but secondly thank you to sa brothers for for doing what you're doing because you're you're saving lives, man. That's what you guys are doing. You're literally yeah. saving lives. It's, uh, it's fantastic. Honestly, I didn't think it was going to get this far. So Yeah, definitely. It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. All right, that concludes another episode of The Blokecast, and it was awesome. John is such a down-to-earth and just a regular bloke, and he's just a great bloke to hang out with, a great bloke to have a chat with, and a great bloke to have a beer with. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please share this with your friends. Get out there, jump on iTunes, give us a rating, give us a review and subscribe to the podcast so that you can be up to date with all the episodes that we release each week. Thank you as always to everyone that supports the Blowcast. You're all just incredible. The support that we have, the community that we are building around this podcast is, is great. And the people that continue to come back each and each week to listen to this podcast, I truly do thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I hope out there that it's helping someone. It's helping, it's helping you to achieve better things, to enjoy your time, to be in a safe place where you can you know, have a laugh, have a cry, uh, whatever it is that you need to do, de-stress and to get on with life. Don't forget, if you want to be a legend of the week and be featured on the Blowcast, all you need to do is jump onto iTunes or Facebook, give us a rating, give us a review, and uh, and you could be featured on our next episode of the Blowcast. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Cheers. Cheers.